Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. Today we're going to look at the website that I often reference, um, crosswalk.com. For today they have a prayer for the toxic people in your life. Your daily prayer, October 23rd. You can actually listen to the audio to this on I Believe on YouTube, or you can go to any uh, social media platform in which they have podcasts uh, for crosswalk.com or Life Audio. You can look that up. I know that's on Spotify. Now, this particular um, prayer and any of the content is by a young lady named Jennifer O. White, and they make reference to the scripture Luke 6, 27 and 28. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. Now, it says here, God created those who hurt us. He has a good plan for their lives. He knows the why behind their destructive behaviors. He knows the lies they believe about themselves. He knows what stands in the way of their wholeness. He is a shepherd who pursues every sheep that wanders away from all he offers. I think what's inspiring me to do this is because a young lady came to me the other day at work and she shared some issues that she was having with someone that she was very close friends with and they were so close they were like sisters and some very unpleasant things had happened and even though I feel like she put up a brave face it still very much bothers her because it's very fresh. Um, and she feels, and I don't think she's off the mark, the person is trying to manipulate her into welcoming them back into her life. Um, and this would be called a toxic person. Um, so she's not the only one. We all, I'm, she's not alone. We all uh, grapple with that, um, some more than others, um, whether it be our family, whether it be friends, our spouses, our significant others, uh, neighbors, so forth and so on. People who their behavior is, in fact, just like they said, toxic. So here's a prayer that we can uh, look to to help us to gain clarity and to keep love in our hearts and There's a difference between, and I've had to learn that, and I'm still learning, between turning the other cheek and being a doormat. And that is something that I have grappled with um, as a young adult, is seeing good in other people uh and forgiving, okay, but there's a fine line where you're forgiving and all that good stuff, but yet you become some type of doormat. And I'm in a place in my life where I need to set the boundaries, forgive, have love in your heart, but I'm not going to put up with the unacceptable behavior. That's, some, that's where I'm at spiritually and mentally. So I just put that out there for you guys in case you are yourself going through that right at this moment. So here's the prayer. Holy God, you are full of every mercy and compassion, slow to anger and full of love. You love imperfect people extravagantly. 
Father, I may be blind to my own role in toxic relationships. Help me see the truth about myself. Apply the healing power of your word to my heart and mind. Deliver me from any stronghold that causes me to harm people with my words and actions. Save me from self-destructive patterns. I struggle in my relationships with, and there's a blank there, you can put whoever's name there or if it's more than one. I need you to give me wisdom on how to love them well. You are my shield and defender. Show me how, when, and where to erect boundaries, there we go, in our relationships. I believe you are my healer and I trust you to guard my heart and mind. on to say help me to love and it has the name uh, a blank in which you can fill in the blank of whoever or whomever um, um, you're praying about and it could be a one person like I said or a group of people um, courageously fill me with your truth and compel me to fearlessly tell the truth with love Let your perfect love cast out all of my fears related to our relationship. I surrender what I think our relationship should be. Please transform it so that it honors you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, for anyone that is going through this now or has gone through this, um, knows that when you start to do this, Um, and you set the boundaries and so forth and so on, you are going to get, you're going to get, as they say, pushback. You're going to get people, they're not going to respond um, positively, okay? And this is what I'm dealing with now. They're going to feel hurt. They're going to react in a certain type of way, um, And it's going to make you seem like you are the individual that is, I hate to say this word, wrong. Um, This is to be expected. But you must stand in love and you must stand in truth and do what you know to be right. What is your part in this? Okay, so it's unfortunately it's a necessary evil so to speak and that is what I have been experiencing but you know what I'm okay with that okay there are boundaries and there are things that you need to stand in you need to stand in it and those people you have to lead those people to deal with their own as they say inner or personal demons and the things in their part in whatever it is that is taking place you just continue to focus on your truth, your journey, and your purpose that God has for you. Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. So in a previous segment, I spoke of um, a prayer for toxic people in your life, and I touched on some very key points um, 
from this particular uh, prayer and content from crosswalk.com. Um, this, I think, is, is interchangeable with this uh, particular topic, which is knowing your worth. So I'm going to read some information also from crosswalk.com by a young lady named Jennifer Waddle. And it says, what does the Bible say about your worth? She opens up with the scripture from Psalms 139, 13 and 14. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. She goes on to say, to think that God created each of us in the womb, fashioning us uniquely and individually, is nothing short of miraculous. Yet as we go through life, we begin to doubt our God-given worth due to outside messages that try to undermine God's purpose and participation in our lives. It goes on to say that, God created us to be in a personal relationship with him, which is the greatest honor this side of heaven. We are worthy because he made us in his image to fellowship with him, follow his ways, and draw others to his saving grace. The Bible has a lot to say about your worth, and I hope to encourage you greatly, she says, as I share a few scriptures that paint beautiful pictures of what makes you valuable in the eyes of the Lord. So there is, with like with all things, is a disconnect. And within that disconnect, you lose sight of who and what you are and what your worth is. And I think the root of this is from the outside influences of this world that we live in. She goes on to say that God oversaw every stage of your development and ordained your days before you even took your first breath. Think about that for a moment. He spent time fashioning you into his likeness so that he could, you could walk the earth as his child, a child representing their father. His thoughts over you are good. He wants the very best for you. You were created with great worth. The God of the universe does not waste time thinking about worthless things. Instead, he thinks about those he loves with the best and most pure intentions. He works in your life for his glory and your good. She gives a prayer. Let's listen to it. Heavenly Father, thank you for creating us with great worth. Forgive us for believing the lies of the world that let us, we are useless, that tells us that we're useless or worthless. We rebuke those thoughts in the name of Jesus. Please help us move forward in step with your spirit, knowing we were made to bring you glory. Help us shake off all feelings of unworthiness in exchange for the confidence we've been given in Christ. For by him we live and move and breathe. In his name we pray. Amen. The second part of uh, what uh, Jennifer Waddle brings up is your worth is exemplified as you walk with God. She make reference to an, an author and a pastor, A.W. Tauser, 
When the Lord lays his hand upon a man, that man ceases at once to be ordinary. He immediately becomes extraordinary. And his life takes on cosmic significance. Christ knows his own sheep by name. There are no unknown Christians, no insignificant sons of God. Each one signifies, each is a sign drawing the attention of the true God day and night upon him. What a beautiful word, picture of God laying his hand upon those who seek him and walk with him. As we enter the sheepfold of the good shepherd, our worth is exemplified by Christ in us. His light shines through as we live in a dark world set apart for his glory and we all know that living in this world we're not of this world but we're in it and how truly dark it is and each day every hour every minute it has been revealed just how dark it is and how we have been walking in it and the things that are being carried out is just mind-blowing so they make reference to john 10 3 4. He says, He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. The closer you follow Jesus, the more attuned you are to his voice over the voice of the world and all the noise that it makes. So in this in this podcast, I have spoken on the noises that it makes and the many distractions um even though a lot of things that go on they may seem in in within themselves like simple mundane harmless they are in fact can be very um detrimental to you um losing focus um and distracting you away from from god from Jesus, from the shore. It's almost like um, you're in a boat and um, you, you know, you're just peacefully floating along um, and you never really leave the shore. You never go too far. But with the many distractions of the world, um, you find yourself, if you look down too long or you look over to the side too long, you have strayed away from the shore. And it may be very, very hard to make it back. There's always hope, but sometimes, and that's the thing you want to avoid, you don't stray too far away from the shore. The article goes on to say, and the things he speaks about your worth are absolutely true. You are significant because Jesus has given you, called you to be significant for the kingdom. The closer you walk with him, the less your focus on the less you focus on self-worth, instead focus on the one who is worthy to be praised. Allow your personal worth to be exemplified. I love that word. Shine through by abiding in the good shepherd. As you do, his love will radiate through you, magnifying his presence in your life. I can't think of any greater worth than that. Now, what I find interesting, there are certain words. I don't know if you guys are experiencing this. It seem to randomly but I know by this point that nothing is a coincidence and nothing is random 
certain words will keep playing over in my head and magnify has been one of those words at one point it was awakening and awakening and and what I find interesting is that I felt like it was only me but when I would come across stuff online on TV or any other time uh, or any other source those words would be people would be saying it overly overly saying it and I'm like that's the word I can't get out of my head I can't get it out of my head now recently it's been not awakening but it's been magnified to be magnified magnifying different variations of it and I find it interesting that that word is here the next prayer is good shepherd we come to you in all full assurance that we are safe in the pasture of your presence Thank you for leading us in all truth and wisdom. We know our worth is found in you, and it is a constant and steadfast worth. Continue to lead us, opening our ears to hear your voice above the world. We find true significance as your followers, as the sheep of your pasture. In your name we pray, amen. of this says um, nothing can steal your worth in Christ it goes on to say sin and shame are the main culprits in hindering our sense of worth and certainly we can't ignore them however we also cannot remain stuck in them allowing self-condemnation to steal our sense of worth in Christ This is a huge distraction, that's another word, distraction, and referencing that, that comes only from the enemy. God loved us while we were still sinners, and he continues to love us in order to bring us to the saving knowledge of his son. Don't let anyone make you believe you are worthless to the Lord. Your past and current mistakes are always, always redeemable. The scripture to back this up is 1 John 1.9. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us in our sins and purify us from all righteousness. God is faithful and just. He will forgive your sins and purify you. Nothing can steal your worth, not even sin and shame. Daily we can enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We can go boldly to his throne to receive forgiveness. Nothing builds self-worth more than knowing we are walking in obedience to God. And it's because of what he's done for us that we want to be obedient. What a beautiful relationship with the Savior that builds our worth on the foundation of his sacrifice. You will not meet any, any, any human, imperfect human being walking this earth that will love you like that. The magnitude, magnify, (laughs) magnitude of that. Just sit and think in that. The magnitude of that. Someone knowing 
you and loving you in spite of all your flaws and imperfections and laying down their life for you. The love, we can't even phantom and wrap our brains around that. We think we can, but we really can't. The magnitude, the weight of that type of love, you will never ever meet any living being that's walking this earth right now that is going to love you like that. It is amazing. I feel for the first time the gra- the true gravity, just the tip of the iceberg of it, but I'm feeling it. And it fills me up. It fills me up in a way that it never has filled me up. That someone... Any human being that is walking this earth, whether they're honest or not, with others, and some people aren't even honest with themselves, and that's something, like I said, is something that other people have to, are like their personal inner demons, I hate to use the word demons, but want to be loved, because that's what we were created to be, is to be loved. You will never find an imperfect human being walking this earth that is going to love you with that kind of magnitude of love. It's a love that we can't even wrap our brains around. So why would you reject that? It's been staring us in the face the whole time, but we were distracted and blinded by that type of love. Another thing that people are looking for is, along with love, is acceptance. Someone that's going to accept them um, for what they are. Scars and flaws and all. And we seek out outwardly to other imperfect human beings to accept us. And a lot of times, if not all times, let me rephrase it, let me fix that you will come back wanting because that's not the true source of where we're supposed to get this love and this acceptance from that's why a lot of times I'm going to speak for myself I've been left empty okay because another human being it was not designed for that it was not designed for that we were supposed to look for love and acceptance from the creator that's why a lot of times I would end up empty-handed and no matter what you do it's that's always what's going to happen so at some point you're going to have to truly look at the situation and realize that I'm looking in the wrong places for the thing that the things that I need to find this love and this acceptance in other people and things personal belongings um, materialistic possessions um, if you have fallen prey to certain type of addictions you're not going to find it there you're just going to dig a bigger hole of loss okay of loss and it's just going to be this 
huge chasm of emptiness because that was never where you were supposed to go in the first place. And then that's how you fall into um, losing what you feel is your worth. Okay? And you go deeper and deeper into darker places. But this was never where you were supposed to go to begin with. But then that goes back to the world that we live in, the dark world, and what what we thought was reality because really this isn't reality this is this is we were made for more okay and for those of you that hear my voice and can relate to anything that I'm saying you never there are people like myself I feel like I've never fit in I never fit it in okay no matter how I tried even now to fit in with others you always were an outsider you never quite you know it's kind of like in high school you never quite made the click and there was a reason for it but you couldn't see you kept trying to fit in you kept so I, I'm going to tell you something I'm constantly coming across videos of people on social media and whatnot and they are talking about this more and more of how they never quite fit in but there was a very profound reason, and there is a very profound reason of why you never fit in. It's because you are in this world, but you never were of this world, okay? Um, so that's what the source of it all was, and you're so conditioned to fit in, okay, to get with the agenda of this world. So that is the real reason. And I've come, I came to a conclusion a while back. I said, I don't want to fit in. Okay, I wasn't meant, meant to fit in. Okay, so accepting yourself. That also goes into acceptance of who you are and, and on the journey of learning who you are and who you are in regards to the creator. Okay, you're in this world for a reason. And there is a reason why you've never fit in, okay? And that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing, no matter what society or the world may tell you, okay? You don't have to become bitter about it. We don't want you to become bitter, but you do have to stand in truth and realize the reason of why you've never, okay, fit in. And that's, well, I could go on and on about that, but... um. I guess that will be for another time, is being an outsider. There's a reason why you're an outsider. And some people I've watched, I'm going to go into it a little bit, have become very bitter. And they, I watch them, and um, they become perpetrators of, it's a type of bullying of sorts, okay, because they've been bullied. But they haven't, I'm not sure... Let me not say, only God knows. They haven't truly grasped why that is, the bullying. You become, I heard this recently, you can either become bitter or you can become better, okay? Now, I don't want to, I don't want to become bitter. I want to become better. And I want to realize my part in this, in, in society and in this world. And where I stand with the creator and with myself, look to self, don't become a perpetrator of, of this ill treatment that has been done to you. It's actually rather sad 
in a way. Um, and yeah, so that's for another time. Okay, so I'm going to end this with the prayer that they have here. It says, Lord Jesus, thank you for redeeming us from sin, shame, and death. Nothing can steal our worth found in your finished work on the cross. Help us remember that the veil was torn in two so that we can enter the Holy of Holies and meet with you. Daily we have the opportunity to confess our sins, turn from them, and receive your forgiveness. Please purify us from all sin and shame that we may walk worthy of the kingdom. By your sacrifice only, amen and amen. And then they go on to uh, give resources and stuff. I strongly advise that you guys go um, to crosswalk.com, uh, I believe.com, lifeaudio.com, and, and check out their podcasts um, on Spotify and other um, podcast um, platforms, YouTube, their, basic, their websites. It's just a plethora of places you can go to get that spiritual food just like you you feed your body feed your spirit okay your body is nourished but your spirit is anemic it is starving and it leads you to reach out just like when you're hungry and you don't eat a good meal and you reach out for for junk food that's sort of what's happening to all of our spirits when we don't reach out for uh, sustaining life-sustaining spiritual food your body is fortified but your spirit is weak and you reach out for anything that's close by and you're filling your spirit up with things that are very unhealthy and are going to work towards your detriment so for anyone that could hear my voice for those of you what I spoke about being uh, not of this world and becoming Instead of becoming better, you're becoming bitter and you're becoming um, perpetrators of bullying other people. I want you to take a moment and kind of stop and look in the mirror and look to self. That's something that maybe it can be hard. It can be hard to look to self. But if you're willing to do the work that is required for it and you take the steps God will help you do the rest.